Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brands Tech. This episode will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Brands Tech. How are you all? I hope that everyone's been doing well. And so, of course, I am Brandon, and today I'm joined by my, well, my officially unofficial podcast contributor, Carl. Always glad to have you here. Oh, officially unofficial. That's an interesting title. All right. Thanks for having me, Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, for this topic, we're going to discuss a little bit about, you know, really the rise of the Chromebook. And so, you know, well, first of all, how are you today? I, you know, I'm doing well. Uh, at the time of recording, it is it's two a.m., so I'm, I might be a little bit tired. But other than that, it's been a, it's been a good day. How about you? I, I it's been a really good day so far for the yeah for the little bit of the day we've experienced. But you know, but I'm doing well, and I just can't wait for us to get on with this for this podcast. So yeah, so over the past several years. Yeah, we, we of course have had several different computers and computer um, operating systems throughout the year, such as, well, primarily with the various different versions of Windows, uh, Chrome, the various different versions of Windows and Mac OS operating systems, um, as well as the various different Linux distributions and so on. But, you know, over these past few years, we, we've really gotten a resurgence of Chrome OS, which is a web-based operating system found on devices such as Chromebooks, Chromeboxes, Chromebits, and so many other different Chrome devices. And so, and so really, I think, you know, they have really... I guess, come in and almost challenge what we think of as a computer. And so, you know, Carl, when when was the first time that you really became acquainted with a Chromebook or just Chrome OS devices in general? I, I, I would say that, well, okay, Chrome device is a different thing because if we're, if we're speaking specifically about any... Okay. More so any with just, the Chrome OS operating system, I should say. Yeah, the Chrome OS operating system, because I, I was going to say, just quick side tangent, um, technically Android was made by Google in some capacity. So I was going to say that, that that changes things. But Chrome OS specifically, my first encounter with it was, I, I want to say, in like late 2016, actually during my uh, sophomore year of high school we were given chromebooks in our class and we were that's where we did our work we didn't have computers because my school doesn't have a lot of money so we were given chromebooks to just kind of share and use throughout the school year and it was very different and i and i didn't like it and i still don't like it because of it being so so locked down of course it's school so it's gonna be more locked down but i wasn't really a fan of it then and i'm not really a fan of it now but it's it's interesting to see that they've really taken off. They've really taken off as as opposed to having somebody go and buy like a, a really expensive MacBook or MacBook Air or having to go buy a new laptop or something. People are instead turning to buying these lower lower uh, lower price alternatives that have Chrome OS in them. And if, as long as you have an internet connection, there's not really a reason to dislike them because they work pretty well and everything gets signed in with your google account automatically you know it's really user-friendly and that's that's the market they're going for yeah and you know i think that you touched on that last part perfectly in fact it was something i was going to bring up in just a moment but for me i think i've heard about them for a while i mean i'm a i'm very much a research enthusiast and you know kind of a tech person and so yeah i've been acquainted with like knowing of their existence but i don't think it was until 2017 or so that i I really, I guess, got a chance to 
have one like up in person really tested out aside from like a Best Buy store or something. Mm -hmm. And so, and for those of you who don't know, I actually do have my own Chromebook. Um, it was a gift for me. I really appreciate the gift. And so it wasn't what I was expecting, but yeah, it's actually worked out quite well for me. And I, I use it almost on a regular basis now. And so, you know, going off of what you said with the lockdown system, of course, you know, it's going to be more lockdown based off of the fact that you're, you know, using it for a school basis. But I think what's interesting about it is I feel like it almost challenges the way that we think about computers, really. You see, to me, the way I think of a computer is, you know, is a device that we can, you know, run all of our apps on, such as, well, more so programs like, you know, our, our Microsoft Office, our Chrome, and, you know, our Adobe Suite, and several other different programs and applications and what have you. It's really a plethora of them. And I'm sure that you probably actually use a lot more than I do, you know, being a gamer. But, you know, but for me, you know, it's primarily those you know, applications that really are stuff I run on a computer. And so for me, I'm not a mobile, I'm not a mobile first person by any means necessary. Given the choice between a phone and a computer, I'm going to pick a computer every time. Well, more, more specifically, a laptop is what my preference. But yeah, I, I will always pick a computer over a phone just because I feel as if, you know, the, the way that we have like set up yeah, I guess the way that we tend to work on a computer is more defined than on a phone. Like, and I, as much as I love the idea of always being connected, I also, it also is a little scary of a feeling, at least in my personal opinion, mm -hmm. to always be connected simply because I feel like it always adds that responsibility on you to just, you know, always respond like immediately to anything, whether it's a message or a phone call or, you know, your professor put out an assignment that's due in 10 minutes, like... <laughs> yeah, I think the, the Chromebooks, they're, they're interesting in that, yeah, they, they really require to be all, all online. Yeah, granted, there are ways to get around that, and they're not, they're not necessarily powerful, which you were speaking more about computers being used for any and every app and application you'd need, right? So for for you and me we have drastically different things we'll use i know that computers though the chrome's the chromebook is really bringing about a different thing in that especially having access to the internet and having the cloud have come around 10 years ago right we're moving and having cloud computing become even more popular and its internet speeds only getting faster we're moving away from in, having everything locally be physically done on your computer and right here on your own hardware but instead be done in the cloud and then just sent back to you right i think that that's that's really interesting and i, I agree with the, with the internet always connectivity i mean it, it's step away when, when i go play games sometimes i just kind of step away and lose myself in that right granted sometimes i'm still online but it's not like i'm sitting on my computer where i'll get a message immediately and it'll just pop up and i'll know it's there right it's a completely separate platform and it, it's it's different i i'm I'm not really a fan of it, but it, it works and does what it needs to do. And I, I definitely see it having a place in, in the market for computers coming forward, moving forward. Yeah. And, you know, kind of like for me, I, I am also a person who really likes having local files and I don't really care for being connected all that much. I am that every once in a while, um, on occasion, I'll actually disconnect myself from the internet, you know, just because I don't really want distractions. I just really want to focus on one thing, whether it is writing something or because, yeah, I, I really love writing for those of you who don't know, but 
you know, whether I'm writing something or, you know, trying to come up with this amazing PowerPoint presentation for personal use or, you know, whatever the case may be, I will actually disconnect myself from the internet just because I, I don't really, I don't want to, like, I guess, feel the pressures of being connected, of having to need to message people or whatever the case may be. But, you know, but going back more on subject, I think, you know, one of the things that intrigues me is that we're almost heading towards a society now, but more so a a time where we don't have a lot of specialized specialized products but rather just generic devices for different you know for i guess different uses yeah, yeah well yeah i guess like for different uses but I, I can't different form factors that that was the word I was looking for but yeah different form factors and uses for example you know we now have smart TVs you know game consoles and and so in computer you know newer modern computers and everything of that nature you know there's smart watches smartphones you know we have all of these new devices where yeah as as much as they are different experiences you begin to wonder aren't all of these actually the same stuff that we're primarily using? And so, mm. and so what's really been, I guess, sparking my interest is that we're leading more towards a time of devices where, where essentially we have a, a true single experience that really just changes throughout, you know, throughout um, the different devices that you use. For example, on a smart TV, you can get you can get your Netflix, your Hulu, your all your different streaming services. But mm -hmm. a lot of times, you also get like the web browser and other different stuff that you might find more traditionally on other types of devices. But yet, those same stuff are also on your smartphone, on your on your computer, on your phone, and you know so many different devices. And so we're almost at a time where you know the actual what you actually do on a specific device is almost no different than what you do on another device is just more so, you know, you just typically wouldn't do that on so-and-so device, for example. You know, you can almost see this in terms of, like, how Microsoft is doing with, you know, with Windows 10 and Xbox One, where, you know, well, the Xbox series, rather, where you can play, you know, your, your various different Xbox games, um, for the most part, on a Windows 10 PC. But given the choice between doing doing it on an actual Xbox and doing it on a PC, you're most likely probably going to do it on the Xbox. Why? Because it's a specialized device for that, but you have the capability of doing it elsewhere. Yeah, I, I think I think what you're talking about is definitely definitely a possibility. I mean, like I was speaking, touched on earlier, we're moving towards more of a cloud computing and internet-focused society, right? Everything and everything basically has a computer in it now, right? That watch, the smartwatch you have, your uh, smartphone, your computer, your TV. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if soon maybe a, a wallet or something, you know? I mean, we have doorknobs, doors, doorknobs, uh, alarms, security systems, cameras, anything and everything you can think of as a computer of some sort and granted while those latter things won't necessarily be um personalized to where you can interact with them on a nice user uh interface it's still everything has a computer in it and having moving towards that kind of every i i think that the word of it is um word for it is internet of things yes. uh, you know we're moving towards just having everything be online and i think it's cool uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of it because I like the old style of, you know, this is for this, this is for this. 
And, you know, sometimes you don't get the same experience on different devices. You know, I know personally me with this with this latest shift, you know, watching watching Netflix is different. Watching, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, watching a movie on Netflix is different than going and seeing it in a theater. And I, I know here coming up soon, we'll have um, Dune, the new Mortal Kombat movie and uh, the new Godzilla vs. Kong. Right. Seeing that be on a streaming service as opposed to being in person is going to be to be a real change but i think with everything that's happened over the past year we're going to see a very interesting shift towards more of a um everything is ac- is accessible everywhere because of the internet and because of more of a simplified user experience across any and every device which i think is really really cool um and this is this is kind of random i want to touch on it really quickly chrome chromebooks and the chrome os is actually according to uh bbc on the 18th of february actually pretty about a month ago here um they the, the chromebook os chrome os has overtaken mac os in sheer number of uh, devices using it which i thought was really cool i remember seeing this and having my mind blow away, blown away because chromebooks haven't been around nearly as long and they just overtook it like that yeah and you know i think as a part of that it's primarily because of the educational sector and i'm going to get back to that in just a moment but to answer what you were saying though you know i think a part of it and i think you know you can tell me what you think about this but i feel like as you said i think it's really i guess cool and interesting to see how we're beginning the shift you know to having a more i guess centralized experience across you know devices and where you know you can you can access almost everything from any type of device form factor but of course you have certain devices you'd prefer for certain tasks over others but I think for me, my stance on it is that while I think that this is a great step forward, I'm not quite, well, not necessarily that I'm not quite ready, but I'm in no rush to hurry it, hurry the process. That's at least my stance on it. Like for me, I love having different devices for different purposes and, Mm -hmm. you know, and having them all, you know, I guess for those specific purposes and not really much for, for otherwise, but as time progresses, you know, slowly, you know, slowly and gradually just you know, begin saying, hey, well, you know, perhaps this one thing I'm using on this one device, I can use across this other device and just so on. But I'm not really pushing it. I'm not going to try to adopt everything right now and just really, yeah, push myself to having this single experience across devices. But I think, you know, more towards the future within the next decade or so, that that would be something that I'd be more open to seeing. It's just... Yeah, as you said, I guess it's like the change factor of it, but I don't really, you know, I guess want certain experiences in a different way than what I'm used to. But as time progresses, you almost have to get used to it. And so, yeah, while I, I am, mean, yeah, I, I personally, I think it's it's cool. Uh, and just like you, I'm not a fan of, of it, but it's cool to think that, I mean, soon, you know, I mean, here, I remember when I got my, my laptop here in 2017, I remember being blown away. It was an Alienware gaming laptop. And I remember being blown away that there was an app I could download on my phone. And there was an app that came with the PC that allowed me to get notifications like text messages on my computer. Yeah. 
through my phone through like bluetooth i thought that was that's just cool and i was like able to text friends from the computer instead of and granted went through a third-party software or whatever sure but it was really cool you know and we're seeing that kind of change again so now everything it, now windows has that built in right because their windows phones kind of died but we, we get that that cool my phone app which just even better connects to uh, your your Android phone, or I don't know if it does Apple yet or not, it does. but it to does. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's really cool. We're seeing that happen right there, and I mean, in in terms of hardware, you know, each and every I guess OS is starting to make their own hardware or some some uh, some example of it. I mean, Xbox, Microsoft, they've always had PC. They they always had like Windows PCs, right? That they mostly just licensed the Windows software and uh, firmware to other producers to just throw it on their computers cheaper but i mean we're seeing them make the services we're, we're seeing them i know recently they have the new xboxes which are they're making it more of a just a big brand and now i mean they they recently came out with a new headset too so you're gonna see these companies i mean apple's already done it a million times microsoft's just starting to start it where you know, you'll have these computers and these other devices all be made by the same manufacturer and all work together. And then they'll work with other manufacturers, kind of, sort of, which I think is cool, but you're not really ever going to see a truly unified experience, I don't think. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's as long yeah. as as long as excuse, excuse me, but as long as uh, the just having these boundaries of the different companies and different proprietary softwares and firmwares, you're never really going to see anything mesh together perfectly. Yeah, and you know, I think Microsoft has actually done a good job over the past few years, you know, really being able to work with other companies and really be able to help create a more unified experience, no matter, you know, what type of device you're using or what have you. But I think that's more so a conversation for another time. But, you know, I think, you know, as as we've mentioned throughout this, that, you know, these are really interesting changes that are happening. But, you know, to conclude out almost on the educational part that we were mentioning earlier, I think, you know, one of the reasons that Chromebooks have caught on within the educational market is that the is the fact that they are simply cloud computers. And actually, as Google puts them, they are actually thin clients where, you know, that's really all they are is that the whole operating system is based on the web. And, you know, while both of us are, are hardcore users of computers in different ways, for you gaming, for me more so productivity apps, you know, and in video editing, yeah, I think for us, you know, we are not the we are not the ideal market for a Chromebook. Just plain and simple. But but I think the idea behind it is that you're able is that for most people that you're able to to get to almost everything that you want, you know, really within a device that you know, for the most part can be replaced easily. And I'm not saying that you should just throw out your computer like every year or so. But essentially, I think a big benefit of the Chromebook is that because it is a more modern design device, especially with cloud computing and everything, is that nothing really, it's not that things can't be stored locally. It's that why would they? It's almost like the rethinking entirely of, you know, the computer in that aspect and where, you know, yeah, I guess, a part of something that Google has been doing for a while is you know using software to almost yeah you know, I guess overtake the importance of hardware. I know that's like a really odd explanation for that, but 
but essentially, you know, using modern technology and modern software and internet, you know, to really be able to rethink, I guess, how we perceive a computer. Because for me, I didn't have a lot of expectations going into using my Chromebook for the first time. Well, I guess my previous Chromebook, but yeah, but after like giving it a chance and getting used to it as a personal device, I realized that while it's not necessarily a hardcore computer, you know, it's like I knew that, but for what it could do, I think it was really helpful like for managing my google docs my google forms and you know messaging people like on instagram or what have you you know it is really useful for that and it's something where you know for just a device that i need to take with me my chromebook is my go-to device because you know i don't need you know, for a normal day to day, unless I'm actually going to go do something like editing or what have you, you know, I don't really need a fully full powered computer with me, but I'd like to have a nice device that I can type on, take some notes for class and what have you. And so I think, and for that purpose, I think that's the reason why Chromebooks have become so popular now, and especially with the education market, you know, in a time where many of us are at home and, you know, and need a device to rely on, at least in terms of doing schoolwork. A Chromebook can get most of it done and yeah. for a relatively cheap price as well. And so I think in that purpose, the Chromebook does indeed serve its purpose and its intentions anyway of Google, just not to device for everyone. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the big thing for, um, for smaller communities and smaller, uh, less funded public schools, right? It, or just schools in general. Their whole thing is that they don't have enough funding. That was something that was constantly repeated to me and was constant, like a constant drumbeat that we got when we were in, when, when I was in public school. They simply don't have enough money or, or funds or anything to do anything. And, you know, with, with the way school goes now, right? Not everything's physical. Sometimes it is. If you're old enough, sometimes it is. I know that my, some neighboring counties had in Chromebooks for years before me. I remember freshman year, one of my friends, he was assigned a Chromebook. I was like, what? It was really cool but we we were never given them because of not having enough funds but we were given um incentives and they were given to us cheaper because not only is google trying to push product but they're also trying to get people used to the um used to it and then to make google accounts so that eventually they can get more ad revenue right so they're they, they fit the mold of what they needed perfectly i mean th for in terms of it support for schools they're incredibly easy to lock down and stop people from looking stuff up. You know, anytime you go in, you can't do anything offline. You can't change anything if you're unless if you have an admin ID passcode. You and everything you do is connected to a Google account, which it makes it a heck of a lot easier. Especially both in terms of the school, so they can see exactly who's doing what, but also in terms of just ease of use for students. You know, I can go up and my Google Drive's right there, and if I'm doing a collaborative document. There you go. You know, and with most schools having uh, a G Suite associated with them, it's really, really useful, and it just happens to fit perfectly. And that's that's what they that's the void they're trying to fill, and they filled it perfectly. Yeah, and I like the way that you said that. And so, are there any real final thoughts before we go ahead and close this out? Great discussion as always, by the way. Absolutely, it was a wonderful discussion. Uh, I I personally don't have any more. Um, ho hopefully, I really doubt it, but I don't think they're really going to surpass a Windows machine in terms of either pure power and just um, 
I'm not going to say easy use, because they're a lot easier to use than Windows Machine, but yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't think you will ever see them overtake it. I think, I mean, m maybe come down the line when, when cloud computing becomes even bigger of a thing and everything's basically streaming, but I don't I don't see it right now. <clears throat> but oh, yeah, that would okay. that, be all I'd say. Thank you for the wonderful discussion. Thanks for having me on. Oh yeah, first, absolutely. And you know, I think I'll say this, I guess as a part of a way to wrap this up, is that while I while I don't wouldn't necessarily count out the Chromebook in terms of surpassing Windows, I think that they have made their point that, you know, computing, you know, computing as we know it is not necessarily the future of computing and that we have a, we still have a long way to go in terms of computing, but this is a drastically different way of how to think of a computer. And so I think in the respects of trying to change people's perception of what exactly is a computer, I think they succeeded in that. And I think we'll see that continue to you know make its impact throughout various different companies and even competitors over the next several years in terms of how they really make their computers going forward. I agree. It'll be interesting to see what, what extra roles they can fill other than just education. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah the... Maybe you'll get specialized Chromebooks that actually have some, some power and owe to them. But right now, there's not a real reason for anybody to develop for them to just kind of blatantly, because there is nothing to develop. It's all an app on the Google Play Store, right? It's easy, yeah, but there's not a lot of power in this Chromebooks and where can you do a lot with just an app. But you know, that, you can that's my two cents. You know, you can actually do quite a bit with a lot of the Chrome apps. Like if you dive deep into them, I've been using quite a bit of my, on my Chromebook. And so, you know, maybe I'll do like a well, YouTube. What I mean is in like, in terms of hardware, you don't have the power to do too terribly much, depending on what you have, obviously. And then also, you know, it's harder for an app to do as much as an application could, especially with the lockdowns that are in a uh, Chromebook. But you know, it's one of those things where if you do like a deep exploration into it, it's like mm -hmm. they're capable of more than you more than you would initially think. I mean, of mm -hmm. course, you know, it's still not going to rival anything such as like a gaming PC. Like it, it, it's not made to compete in that market. But I think I think the best way to summarize this up is a I think a now it's probably now deleted, but a old Google Chromebook ad that released maybe 2015 or 2016. And it's called for your second one, where it's maybe not necessarily your first computer because your first computer needs to do everything, you know, on, you know, everything locally with real applications and, you know, and stuff like maybe like video editing, video games and everything of that nature. But for your second computer, such as like for web browsing or simple, you know, I need to go do some research for class or, you know, what have you stuff that's more i guess a relaxation time as opposed to a productivity time this is almost the more ideal situation in that case but not necessarily as your you know your main computer per se yeah, if that makes I think, any sense. I, I, I agree. I mean, I'd much rather just hop on my phone, for example, and, and do Netflix on there than I would my BV gaming PC. There's no reason for me to boot it up to do something that takes so, so, so little um, resources. And, and like, I mean, ease of use is also a big thing, right? You know, you log in, you type in your password, you go open Google, boom, you're done. Here, you know, I have to spend 20 minutes logging it in and turning it on and making sure the fans all work and then check my Discord message. You know, it's just, it's a, granted, or we're a little older in terms of you know we think this device is for this this device is for this and now it's kind of changing but uh yeah yeah definitely and as i mentioned before thank you so much for coming on 
I truly appreciate this now extended discussion that we have had here. So I'm just really glad that we were able to have this. And like I said, this is really interesting topic to speak about. And so, you know, even like the extra few minutes of discussing it is always like a great opportunity, you know, and just in general for technology, there's so much stuff to talk about. There's so much stuff to learn. It's just, it's always amazing for me to be able to have someone to and to talk with and really yeah and really come up with uh you know our overall thoughts yeah I, I, absolutely it's it's fun to it's fun to talk about technology and it's fun to see how it changes yeah and absolutely thank you once again carl for joining me today i truly appreciate it as always you're always welcome here absolutely thank you for having me and i i look forward to our next discussion yeah have a wonderful day everyone stay safe and stay well and i'll see you all later